Hey, everybody, it is that time of the week again. It's time for the MoO Show. We've got the Planner episode lined up for today. We're talking about Microsoft Planner, the good, the bad, the ugly, the confusing, the infuriating. We've got it all today on the MoO Show. And he's a planner, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Alex Henry. Alex, how are you doing? Oh, just planning away. Just um, planning away. All planning everything. I'm doing there quite well, is. Mr. Fry. And how's it going? I can't complain myself. So, folks, if you tuned into the Mo Show last week and throughout the month of August, uh, you know that we are working on sort of a task management theme or or sort of that getting work done work management theme. So today we're going to talk a lot about planner. Let's take the gloves off here. Ugh. Oh, yes. Right here. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know here and in, internally at the office and not here because I'm, I'm at home, obviously, but uh, collectively in our organization, uh, we have a little reminder message that goes out when the MOO show is about to start so that colleagues can join us and watch live if they want. Uh, and I did add an extra comment that today was going to be an extra spicy episode of the MOO show uh, because anybody that is also tuned in the past knows we like to pick on Planner a wee little bit. Now, just for context, Ryan made me promise that I wouldn't turn this into a rant session. <laughs> so I only can only promise to try. I need a gong or a triangle or a xylophone, something I can whack if you're just going off a, off of uh, your path. If you're here in person, you can get like one of those hooks they used to use for like, <laughs> old timey shows. Uh, exit stage left. Yes, please. <laughs> so, what have you been working on, Mister Ryan? What's going on? Uh, you know what? Continuing to talk with customers about Teams Phone. It's it's the topic du jour of the month, of the quarter, of of the season. Um, I continue to show organizations that are moving to Teams Phone, sort of taking them through the product, and it's it's just demos and and training that I love to do because it's such a to me Teams Phone is such a no brainer. Um, it's a really cool product. It's exciting. It's exciting to show things like captions and transcriptions and call recording. Um, you know, we mix it up and we have a little bit of fun. If anyone's attended any of my team's phone training probably knows that. We order pizza. We have a good time. So that's uh, that's where I've been over the last few days for sure. Okay. Wait, what's this about pizza and team's training? And how come I wasn't invited? Excuse me. <laughs> well, there's, there's no real pizza. Uh, let me say that. But um, there's a local pizza joint and their phone number is very very easy to memorize so when i'm <laughs> demoing when i'm demoing how to make and take calls using teams phone uh i just kind of default to that number that i know i get it in flyers it's plastered all over billboards here locally it's an so, easy phone number to remember uh so, so what you're saying is even pranking this poor pizza joint Poor yes so funny <laughs> story demos funny story yes you're absolutely right i've been pranking them but uh, last week they actually called me back uh while i was doing a training so i can't use that i can't uh -oh. use that anymore yeah busted busted i busted. was caught so i mean if i had to buy a pizza every time i did call them well i'd have a lot of pizza but um you gotta sell a lot more team phones. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll find the next restaurant, whether it's Greek or Italian or Chinese. We'll we'll find something. 
with an easy to remember phone number. Well, if they call you back, make sure you uh, get something with uh, pepperoni for me. Absolutely. Yes. How about yourself? What have you been focusing on this week? What have been focusing on? So I've got something that I've been finding kind of cool. So Microsoft Loop, right? Mm -hmm. This new kind of application, pseudo application file format that Microsoft's been adding to Teams and Outlook on the web over the past year. It's been it's still in preview. There's supposed to be a desktop app coming sometime in the future. Tates and all that are kind of like ambiguous right now. We don't really know where it's going at this point, but right. um, it's available. We can actually use it today. It's been available in Teams chat for months, and it came to Outlook um, on the web specifically a couple of weeks ago. And I think we we talked about that in a previous episode, but. Um, I didn't really think about it too much afterwards. You know, I, when it came out, I'm like, okay, yeah, it does the same thing. And yeah, whatever, fine. And I just kind of forgot about it until about a couple of weeks ago. I've been kind of looking at my calendar and trying to add some more structure. It's been a busy summer. So lately I've been like, okay, I need to use my calendar. I need to get things into my calendar. I need to keep track of what I'm getting done. And I started thinking about loop and emails and kind of how I could leverage that. So what I started doing, and I'm just going to get my screen on the air here is I started putting uh, loops into my calendar events. And this has been almost a little game changer because they they work as expected. You know, I can create the loop inside the email event. I can, I can take notes for myself. I can keep little task lists. So let's say every other day I need to work on a project. Maybe I'm studying for something. So I could use Microsoft to do, I can use Planner, I could use any other third-party application I wanted to to keep track of this. But I decided, well, I'm using Outlook to keep track of all this, so I'm going to put the information inside of Outlook. So I pulled out a couple of ideas for how I could approach this inside a loop, and I started just putting them in there. And it it's kind of nice, because when that time comes on my calendar to exercise, to study, to do an activity, to go just play and have fun, I can kind of keep a log of that Mm -hmm. inside of the calendar event excuse me and if it's a repeating event it works if i need to access it from my phone it works if i need to read it on teams it doesn't really work but so it's like i'd say it's like a four out of five right now in terms of usability uh just where it is right now we haven't gotten any new loops but i was able to really easily add a loop inside of my calendar as you can see here this isn't mine but this is just an example of what it looks like it's really slick you just hit this little loop button at the bottom and then it pops one end you can create task lists uh just any lists tables whatever you really need it to do and then i started going well where else can i use this does this work in teams short answer is no it doesn't work in teams at least not in teams calendar events not in teams meeting events so you get this ugly url that just takes you back to your um where the file's located in OneDrive, because when you create a loop, it just creates a file, a dot .fluid file inside of your OneDrive. So it works like any other Office document. But I was able to go into the calendar inside of Teams, drop that same link in here. While it doesn't display, because this is a calendar event, it's linked to a team channel, it still works inside of the calendar if you go back to Outlook on the web. So okay. it's smart enough to like just make those connections. Um. So that way I don't have to recreate the wheel each time. And anyone that is collaborating on this, maybe let's say I'm doing this for work and the shared calendar events, we can actually just drop those loops directly in here and people can see what the upcoming agenda is for a meeting 
live. They can mm -hmm. see what tasks need to be done, what information needs to be shared inside of the meeting event. So if you ever go to a meeting and kind of wonder, oh, what are we doing here? What's the point of this? Because, you know, people forget to put in descriptions and agendas. This loop can be a bit of a game changer for that one. So it is still limited to just Outlook on the web and Teams chat. But ultimately, just with this Outlook, using it in my calendar, it's kind of given it new life and given it some real interest for me. So I'm, eight, I'm still waiting to see some additions of new loops coming out. They've been teasing a couple of them to us. Like I, I know the Q&A just came out. I think there's a couple others that they've been promising for a while but have that haven't been released yet. So we're going to see where that goes. I'd like to see kind of a better... There's, I can't remember the name of it now, but there are there's one or two that I've had my eye on for a little while that they've put they've been putting into their marketing materials, but it's never been uh, mm. shown in real life. So yeah. it's still kind of like one of those maybe one day we'll get a kind of loop components. But right now, this use case is kind of giving me some new interest inside Microsoft Loop well, or on compelling. Microsoft Loop. Absolutely. And it's, and it's compelling to put it in your calendar. So I like the idea of, okay, you have a recurring calendar event and the agenda follows you along. And as you change in an updated or notes or tasks, it sort of follows you along. Um, like you said, you've got, you've got things that you want to remember and that list will likely change. It's not going to get stranded. You're not going to lose or, or orphan some content in a calendar event somewhere and never be able to find it again. It will follow you along if you put it in as a loop component, and you can always get back to the loop component. I was going to say, let, let me tell you how I um, have come to use loop components. But sorry, you finished finish your train of thought. Absolutely. Uh, it was just on the permission side of things. So as person A, I'm able to create the loop in, let's say, Teams chat. And then I was able to copy that into my calendar, share that calendar event out to another colleague, and then confirm that they are able to actually edit it. So... It's actually pretty smart with the permissions right now. A lot needs to be tested on this one. So I'm not going to mm -hmm. get ahead of the bucket and say it's a genius in, in implementation. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good so far. But there's okay. still a lot of questions because at the end of the day, these are files in OneDrive. So if you leave the company, what happens? Well, probably yeah. what we expect it to. Okay. So stay tuned, folks. Alex will dive more into that in the future for sure. So um, let me give you a twofer on how I've been using Loop. Um, and okay, last week we were talking about Microsoft to do, and I was gushing about how I used to do and it's task management and it's getting things done and it's fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, don't tell to do, but I've actually kind of been cheating a little bit on to do. <gasps> so uh, there's a new there's a new feature in Microsoft Teams that came out, I think about a month, a couple of weeks ago. It is the feature where you can chat with yourself. You can have a chat with yourself. Mm. and all sorts of interesting things. But this chat with yourself um, type of thing is is just great for putting notes. It's just another place where you can put stuff. Again, we all work with people that have 8,000 sticky notes on their desk. We work with people that put everything in a notebook, OneNote. Um, again, people, people like me that load up on to-do. So I was using the chat with myself in Teams. It's just a regular chat, but it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, it's just a place to drop notes. But I dropped loop components in there. Then I dropped loop components around specific groups of tasks. And then, again, I could get back to those loop components from office.com. But it was just a nice way to hammer in a text li a task list, hammer in a bulleted list or a numbered list of things that I want to remember. It's in the context of a chat, so it's really, really easy. Don't have to leave Teams. 
and um, yeah, it's it's kind of been it's kind of been okay so far. So now I started using Teams chat a couple of years ago on my phone as like a tool to keep notes and something mm-hmm. similar, but I was doing it in another environment. And I at the at the time I thought it was working pretty well because I can get to it from my phone, just write something down. Over time, I just kind of I think I fell wayside from it. So. Yeah. I found it was either the app itself was just running a little slow for me after a while. And then I switched to email. I was using Outlook for a while and then mm-hmm. back to OneNote. I've bounced around, and I ha- but I haven't tried the chat with self as a tool. It's it's just another memory. It's just another memory slot. I don't know. It's just another place to, to land some things to get them off your mind. I know what we used to do is we used to draft a Teams message to a colleague and then just not send it. And then you'd have that persistent chat you'd have the draft we would draft an email and not send it yeah. we're still waiting microsoft for a delay send in teams chat um that would be nice oh yeah when was that supposed to come out exactly yeah a while ago i believe <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly but that's something that again if you're working in the evening hybrid work or we're all sorts of different work schedules now you may not want to message your colleagues at 9 p.m or 3 a.m but you still want to get things done and off your mind Uh, to me delay send a chat message or a post in a teams channel is again another no-brainer but i'm still waiting you know as far as speed and efficiency is a really key thing for because i use i do a lot of digital note-taking the app has to be quick Yep. And Teams sometimes, especially on mobile, just really can slow down. I, that's why I switched to Outlook for a while because mm-hmm. that one, I'm in it enough. It's a very clean and fast app and it's quick to write something down. It's got all the note fe- note-taking features and you can just send it to yourself too. Yeah. And just that's type true. in your email or just, you can literally write self in the to field and yep. it'll just complete your email address. So they thought about this a little bit. There you and go. then, yeah, it's actually a pretty nice tool to have in terms of, there's so many opportunities for note-taking inside of Office 365, like personal note-taking, work management. The calendar one is just one of the ideas I had. And then, of course, um, I do wish we had the ability to have private team channels so I can do threads instead of one persistent thread. I prefer having threaded conversations for my own notes. Mm-hmm. I even tried, just as a little experiment, I tried Yammer for a while, like a private Yammer community all to myself because it's just a social media feed and it works just like that it was pretty quick it was pretty slick did not end up using it for terribly long for um i didn't stick with it after a while but it was a nice little experiment it's not something i'd go and recommend people try and do yammer is not really designed for that it's not a note-taking app at the end of the day but i like the idea of that social media type interface for mm-hmm. note-taking and quick for, yeah quick yeah. you can reply to your own stuff all, all of your old stuff tags all that if it has those features, it could technically be a note-taking app. Hmm. Well, let's take a, let's talk about something that is not a note-taking app. <laughs> let's talk about what's on our agenda today. First things first, we're going to be looking into just a, a review, a kind of a state-in-time review on Teams apps. There's been a bunch of them. We've talked about them in the past, but today we're going to come back to Tasks for Planner and Microsoft To-Do. So let's just switch over to my screen here and let's actually just get this going here. We've got a qu- Basically what we're going to do here is just have a quick little reflection on Microsoft to do, or sorry, mm-hmm. not Microsoft to do. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to be talking about tasks. We're going to really just get into 
why tasks or should you use it, what it's about, and really just kind of see what the future is. I've got a couple things I really want to I want to touch on today. But the first one, let's just talk about like what is it? What is Tasks by Planner Introduce? If you've never used it before, it is basically it's a Teams app that lives and that you can you you can install yourself and it combines Microsoft to do and it combines Microsoft Planner into one unified app. Microsoft started advertising this one about in 2019, I believe, and it came out in mid 2020 or I think late 2020. And to, I'd say, mixed reception, it wasn't like it wasn't the greatest. But well, I'm gonna I'm getting ahead of myself. We're just gonna talk about a couple little things. Let's just make sure we're on the same page about Planner. So again, it's two apps in one. You got your tasks, your private tasks for Microsoft to do. You can see them over here. And then you've got your, the ability to see your tasks from Microsoft Planner. So you can view and create planner boards in one space. So those are some of the basic things you just need to be aware of. It only lives in Teams, but it does add a few things that you'll want to be aware of, such as the ability to view your content in lists, something similar to this. So you, this is not something you can do in Microsoft Planner. It's something that's unique to to do. You can also add this to the sidebar. So it's actually available as an app that you can pin to the side so you can access all of your tasks pretty quickly. And the other big addition was the fact that you can create messages or sorry, you can create tasks out of your messages. So those are some really big things that Microsoft was promising with this app. This nice, big, unified, central place to manage all of your tasks across Microsoft 365. That was, of course, before the announced loop, I think, more or less. And there's still a lot of development happening for the planner team, which, again, we'll get to. So first things first, how do we get started? If you've never used this app before, you just go to your team's store, search for tasks by planner and to do and install it. It'll take you two seconds as long as your IT admin hasn't blocked it and you'll be good to go. You can also add it to a team channel if you want, if you just plan to use planner boards. That's another key function is that you can still use those planner boards inside of your team channels. What Microsoft did is they actually took the old planner app that was in Teams and then repurposed it by adding Microsoft to do and making it into a full-fledged app instead of just a channel app. Do you remember those days? It was a much more basic app at the time when uh, before they made this announcement. I do remember those days and perhaps long for those but saving my opinion till the end here <laughs> fair enough so what does tasks by planner and to do get right there is a big question and or more of a statement this is what i think it gets right so this is a little subjective of course so one thing is that they maintain the ability to use planner inside teams that hasn't actually changed it's still more or less functions the same. So you get the benefit of having your planner boards inside of your team channels. You get the benefit of having your team conversations alongside of your planner boards. And it also adds that list view we talked about. So there's a lot of neat, there's a lot of that core functionality that we expected to, to be maintained in there. And they definitely did that. 
having Microsoft to do in there is also a benefit. So basically, if you use Microsoft to do a lot, you don't want to have to switch apps, you can access them really quickly from here. And then of course, there's the ability to create those tasks from your email messages. Now, these are all things that they had promised. This is more or less kind of what we expected at the, at the end of the day. But I think this is where I think we kind of fell into this weird, um, this is the kind of gave us what we asked for, but not really what we expected. This is my feelings, of course. But there's a few areas where I think tasks fell short. And let's start with to-do. It's missing a lot of smart lists particularly the my day list which is like which is a flagship feature for microsoft to do to the ability to just take all your tasks from all your different task lists and put them into a temporary 24-hour task list called my day completely absent from here you're also missing the completed list the view all list the flagged emails is not in here as well for some reason but you do get your custom lists you do get assigned to me important and planned why these ones these three are all smart lists I don't and know why and they come ended up in here, but the well, they come from Planner, right? They the, the like you can have important tasks in Planner as long as you have a date on it in Planner, it'll show up in Planned and assigned to me. Uh, again, as long as a task in Planner is assigned to you, it will show up in assigned to you. Yeah, I, I, so it's like just that. Yeah. I know assigned to you is base is a is a Planner thing. Planned mm -hmm. and important, I guess. So important though, it's that isn't that just to do. That's a, like, I know you can set priorities in Planner, but there's yeah. no mark as important in Planner. There's priority unless they mark them the same. You can star. Um, I, I don't know. I've never tested oh, if that. Right. You can star. Is that different? Yeah. I think it is. Hmm. Again, let me bite my tongue. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> All good. There's so smart list kind of, there's some gaps in here. Mm -hmm. When we look at, when we look at, um, when you look at the planner boards, you're missing the ability to manage your features. So you have to still go into the web app every once in a while to change, let's say, some settings. If you want to add backgrounds, all that has to be done in the web app. The web app. So it's not a complete set of options. You're not getting the full experience inside a team. So I was hoping to see that. I was hoping to see all those come through as the updated the to-do app, as the updated planner, as the updated tasks to bring all those features inside of Teams but there seems to be kind of um they just didn't do it i guess at the end of the day and they just never came so we didn't get the smart backgrounds um and the ux the user experience everything and again subjective just doesn't feel very smooth it feels a little slow it feels a little clunky compared mm -hmm. to the web experiences the dedicated microsoft to-do app and the dedicated planner app those ones in comparison are very fast very nice to use and then when i take when i go into tasks i'm just kind of turned off by it I just it's not my thing it just feels incomplete and not very um um what's the word i'm looking for efficient mm -hmm. it doesn't feel very fluid so those are some little gaps there that i think if they just fine-tune this app and kept investing in it then we'd have something that is on par with Planner on the web and Microsoft to do. That kind of leaves us with some questions. Where does Planner go from here? What do we do? Um, so just a couple of thoughts here, because ultimately, I don't know. Where can it go? The development of 
planner or tasks by planner and to do this terrible, terrible name. It kind of the development grinded to a halt back in 2020 mm-hmm. and or after 2020. There's very there's very few updates in 2021 and into 2022 even. Um, for so for example, Microsoft made they made a big announcement saying, hey, we're gonna be transitioning. Because like I said before, they took the planner app, turned it into tasks. And the plan was to rename it in phases. So first it was planner, and then they're going to name it to tasks by planner and to do, and then just tasks. That was supposed to be done, right? By the end of 2020. So there's just supposed to be tasks. It's not 2020 anymore. (laughs) We're a little past that. So this is just supposed to be tasks. If you look at your mobile app in Teams, it's just tasks. They skipped that. They just went right to tasks. I don't know why they decided to do this phased approach in here, but they forgot about it and just Mm -hmm. left it alone. And ultimately, when you look at tasks, I, I believe a lot of this, a lot of the production team is the same people that worked on Planner. Because mm-hmm. that's who that was the team that was also announcing all these features that they really led the charge on it. But just like tasks, the planner development roadmap is stalled. It's stale. Um, planner started sh- showing a lot of slowdown in the development life cycles and the timelines in 2021. And as of today, there's only a couple of things in the roadmap. So there's the future of planner itself is very much a question mark right now. And that means tasks by Planner and To-Do is very much kind of frozen in time until Microsoft figures out what they want to do with it and the direction they want to go in it. So at this point, if you choose to use tasks by Planner and To-Do, just note that this is kind of it. Don't expect any major updates. Don't expect anything big until Microsoft makes some announcements. Fingers crossed this fall. So some final thoughts. Final thoughts, Ryan. Final thoughts. So um, my final thoughts, um, I, I don't use it. I, I just, I can't, I can't stand it. Um, my, my opinion here, and again, it's, it's, is mine is I think they came at this, the development of this app from a, well, we'll take planner and bring it into teams perspective. And then somewhere along the line, someone got the bright idea of trying to incorporate to do, and it just kind of became a mess a kludge of the two, because if you look at to do and you look at planner separately, you look at to do on the web or to do the app and you look at planner on the web, they're great. And they have their kind of own styles and their own languages. This tasks by planner to do thing in the middle, a little bit of a little bit of B, it doesn't look anything like the two of them. So I think they should have picked one or the other and not try to really blend them in. If you go to to-do, for example, if you go to, if you go to to-do on the web or on windows, wherever you have it, it's, it's great because it's integrated with planner. I would have been much happier if Microsoft just said, we're going to take to-do and we're going to push it into teams. And it's a little app there. You can put it on your sidebar and we'll, we saved a step, saved you a step and kept planner boards and kept the ability to to bring in planner boards as tabs in team channels left that the way it was. Honestly, I was really excited for tasks when they announced it. Cause I really wanted to have both those apps in one hood. I just, the way they approached it just didn't make sense to me at the mm-hmm. end of the day. I think they delivered on what they promised. It's to do app. It's to do tasks. It's your planner tasks in one place. And 
having it all in one place, create being able to create tasks from items, the list view, the edit for planner boards. There are nice additions, but they weren't game changers to the experience like we expected. So if you regularly plan to use, if you regularly use planner or to do, you probably like the convenience of having those in teams. But I ultimately think that the better experience is just using those apps on their own. The desktop to-do app, even the web app's gotten some good updates or seems mm. to be running a little faster. Planner, since the release of tasks, got a few little updates. You know, they got the smart backgrounds and like they cleaned up a little bit. But that was kind of it. It was all kind of surface dressing. They didn't really yeah. change anything fundamental in Planner. Because I think that one, when however they designed it, I suspect, again, speculation is just they kind of, cornered themselves and how far they could take it compared to the direction of the rest of Microsoft's products. So maybe that that's all speculation on why to do in plan or sorry, planner itself is kind of in this is in the limbo. But at the end of the day, I'm really hoping to see some big announcements from this team on tasks this fall because we deserve it. I think we deserve it. Yeah. I mean, and again, there's, there's so much else that's in the ether. There's, um, there's loop, obviously there's, there's task components to loop. You showed us, uh, modern commenting the other day, right? We've talked, we've, we've seen Viva goals. I know there's power BI goals, which is more of a pro and premium feature. So there's lots of different ways and there's even project that dinosaur of a product is still out there. Uh, again, you gotta, you gotta, pay to, to unlock some some different features and some different uh, parts of that platform but this is still a lot of options for for this type of uh, task management yeah adding loop on top of everything else just feels mm -hmm. like there's a lot of competing interests in terms of the task management um, ecosystem inside of office 365 no one's a clear winner so everyone's a loser in this case because project has its own environment it has its own tools it's very close to planner if mm -hmm. they're to take project and make it free and i know of I've, I've asked for this many times before just get rid of planner give us project or a lightweight version of project like you did with physio and call it a day give us the damn gantt charts <laughs> and that's that's, that's the only difference that is the only difference between planner as it is now and the cheapest version of project gantt charts gantt charts it's always gantt charts that's it I'm I'm going to stay hopeful. I'm really <laughs> going to stay hopeful, but I just I, I I'm also just interested to see if they just blow it away too. Like yeah. maybe they'll just scrap Planner and come up with a brand new app that replaces To Do and everything because they figured out a way just to make it all work with one and maybe integrate it with Loop. But yeah, they've got a lot of different competing tools at this point that they need to just kind of sort out a little bit. All right, Mr. Ryan, you ready to move right. on to our next segment? Right on. Uh, we've got another feature or app in 10 minutes. So this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is just as much of a challenge for uh, for Alex and I to prepare and talk about something and have that 10-minute timeline uh, to show you. So again, we're talking about Planner. We're talking about task management on this episode of the Moho Show. Planner is great. It's, it's more of like the... Um... It's like the Happy Meal cheeseburger of project management tools at this time. It'll get the job done, but mm -hmm. it might not leave you satisfied. There you go. This is a good way. Why <laughs> is it always with food analogies on this show? Because we do this at lunchtime, Ryan. I know. <laughs> it's because we care. It's because we care. 
All right, we've got two more segments to go, and we'll make this next one. I think we've covered a lot of things, but Ryan, I thought this would be a fun discussion just to kind of wrap up our mantra on or our feelings on Microsoft Platter. So we wanted to, this is just a quick like little insight, some thoughts on what we think the future of Planner really is or what it means. So let me just get my screen back up here. And I really am not a fan of uh, the uh, PowerPoint presenter tool today. It's decided it's going to take up my entire screen every time I open up a presentation, not disorienting at all. So Ryan, let's just talk about kind of where we are. It's It's August 2020, we don't really know what's going on with Planner. There's no insights. Neither of us have any insider knowledge on this one, to be clear. So this is just one of those, what do we think Planner as it is today? Is this something that you think is, who is this for? Ad hoc teams. Um, you know what? You know where Planner is good is is when you need an asynchronous place to just lay out lay out a, pro- a project or lay out a group of tasks um, those that have used the Kanban methodology before will likely feel most at home. Mm-hmm. Those that have maybe used uh, or are using plan- a project, I guess someone maybe with a little bit more experience with Microsoft Project might feel a little bit more at home. Uh, again, it's it's got some really cool things that it does. It's gotten a visual overhaul in the last couple of years, so it's, it's still nice and clean, and it's, again, quite quick. Uh, I like the reporting. Um, the, the various visuals that you can get from a planner board, where are things stuck, where are they overdue, who's carrying, you know, uh, the, the most tasks assignments, but you're only going to get the value. You only get that real value if you're assigning every task and putting dates on it and categorizing it. So, uh, that may slow you down, uh, unless you have someone sort of really dedicated to that project management, um, type of role. That said, someone that's a little bit more serious about project management is probably going to be more serious about auditing and controls and data loss prevention. And it's just, it's just not there in Planner. And that's why I'm really hesitant to say, yeah, run something important on it. It's just not there for me today. No, this is like, hey, we're doing it. We're going to, you have a, let's say you already have a project plan and it's a long, it's like a six month project. You've got a list, you've got something else to kind of manage it on a Gantt chart, all those details to a fine degree of control. But, you know, like anything with events, especially with events, there's like a hundred little tasks inside of one big task that need to be broken out and assigned. That's where planner comes in. Cause I can say it's like, okay, we're going to set up an event hall for um, a conference. So inside of that, we got to get the tables ready. We got to get the food ready. We got to get the uh, audio and uh, video equipment ready. We got to make sure people have time to rehearse their presentations. We got to get all the all the lighting prepared. All these little things, that's where Planner comes in because you can create break those down into little tasks, assign mm-hmm. them out to make sure that people know exactly where they fall in line. That's where I think Planner has a lot of strength today still because it allows you, again, just to break down those tools into little bite-sized bits. As long as, and again, everyone can see where it is. Everyone can participate in it and you don't have to manually tell everyone what to do. They can just go to the planner board, see what's assigned to them and start knocking it off the list. What do you think if you were to take planner today, mm-hmm. maybe one improvement it should get? A recycle bin. <laughs> some, some, some type of, of second stage where if you delete something, you can recover it. 
even as the as the team owner or even as an as a Microsoft um, administrator, somehow uh, be able to to recover it. Being able to set that, uh, I think, would be would be really important. I'm, uh, I'm I'm in between a audit and activity history inside mm-hmm. the app. Something that dictates everything that's happened inside the board. You move something from one bucket to another. Add a log entry. You breathe on it, add a log entry. You don't need to get notified, but I want to see it written down. I'm tied between that and the granular user controls. Mm -hmm. Because I want the audit history to tell me if someone's messed up my board and I can go back and undo it. Right. But user controls could kind of circumvent the need for that. If people weren't allowed to delete things, then they wouldn't be able to delete things. Exactly. But I still think I'd want the activity history just a little bit more. The mm-hmm. version history is great, but it's a matter of risk. If you don't think people are going to mess with your board too much, then the activity yep. history, audit history might be a bit more valuable because you can see who's been working on what, who's been changing things. Mm-hmm. You can have that written down. And if someone deletes something, you at least know who to blame. It yeah. was you! <laughs> no, I mean, back to a point you just made is is about taking big projects and and breaking them down into sort of bite-sized things. If you miss a bite, so to speak, is it going to sink your project? Uh, and if the answer is yes, again, gray area with planner because someone could, on purpose or not, I'm going to believe that people have the best of intentions. Um, but maybe they click the wrong thing, kitten runs across the keyboard, and all of a sudden a couple of tasks are toasted from your planner board. Is it going to sync your project or your event or your app dev or your press release, whatever, right? Um, and just to not scare people, it's not that easy to delete tasks. It has yeah. to be delivered, but it's a yeah. matter of if people aren't trained and just start messing with things on the board, thinking they're helping, that's where you mm-hmm. can get to trouble. Yeah. Next question. Sure. Should planner be replaced? Um, you know, we've come this far. <laughs> no, I think there's enough there. Uh, again, adding, adding some controls, uh, adding a, a recycle bin. A little bit more permissions management. I think there's still a product there. I absolutely think there's still a product there. Kanban is is a great way of thinking. Putting tasks in buckets, being able to move them around is fantastic. However, uh, we've seen in the past few months, Alex, you've demonstrated a very planner-esque type of view in Microsoft lists. We still have project. Microsoft project is kind of kicking out there as well. And Again, in the, with the introduction of uh, loop and loop components, you know, is there something there? I'm willing to say at this point, we have project, make it access, like open it up to mm-hmm. normal, uh, normal Microsoft 365 users without the added license. Get rid of planner because I think it's groups. I think it's it's tie it's it's tied to the hip at micro with Microsoft 365 groups. You can't have mm-hmm. one without the other. Right. And I think that's been the bane of a lot of the issues with Planner since its inception. It was like when we started, when it first came out, we were limited to one board per group, and that was not a great decision. And the first question is, why do I need a group? Yeah. They were still new. They're still called Outlook groups at the time. Um, so it was one of those, like, it just, it got off on the wrong foot. I think they made a lot of decisions while building it that they just could not backtrack and they had to just kind of work around them. I'd say, get rid of it, focus on loop, focus on project, 
bring those close to the people, make them the best they can be. Planner's not adding anything at this point if we have, because we already have project. I believe last one, you can choose a successor. What would it look like? Uh, to do. Fair. Uh, honestly, um, shared to-do lists in to-do are fantastic. Bring in all the variety of, of views and reporting and sort of those kind of controls. Um, almost like a, an owner view of a shared to-do list. And I think you're rocking. Um, you still can set priorities and categorize. You can still use tags and things like that. Uh, and then the individual on the receiving end, when something is assigned to them, it's just to me feels really natural to be in to do anyways. And again, maybe that's where they were trying to go with tasks by planner and to do and that whole team's adventure. Um, but again, I would take to do and rewrite it from there, not take planner and try to re rewrite it from there. I think a successor to me would look like something between uh, Microsoft Loop and lists. Mm -hmm. Lists, mm -hmm. if if lists could just do tasks, if that could just be a function instead of a list item, because yep. it has the ability, you can change the look of it. You can turn it into a calendar. You can turn it into a Kanban board. Lists is what I wish sometimes wish to do or planner could be. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, you can you can, can work a bunch of different stuff into it as well. Yeah. I mean, if you if you put the work in, you can absolutely make lists look like planner. It's, yeah, but you don't get really that satisfying cool. check off and ding when you click something as complete. True. That's what True. I want to. Yeah. That's why we're here for for Microsoft to do, right? It's that there ding. You go. It is the ding. All right, Mr. Ryan, we got a couple minutes left before the top of the hour. Are you ready to do some feature versus feature? Let's do it. Let's hit it. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this audio-only version of the Mobile Show. If you want to see the full episode, including demo segments such as Watch and Learn or Feature vs. Feature, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash We'll have links for you in the episode description. Take care.